to another episode of the Nine Hertz podcast. We've started off with a band called Sixteen. Some of you might know them already. Um, they've been around 29 years according to this um, band camp description, so that's pretty impressive. Um, I really like this one. Um, kind of remember this band from uh, the Contaminated series of compilations put out a few years ago by Relapse Records, where they still are. Um, and they've always just been quite impressive, so quite a pleasant surprise to see them um, just released a new album, um, seemingly out of nowhere. Um, have you heard of this band before, Pete? I know they're sort of quite well known. Yeah, yeah, I've got quite a few records. Um, they were there was a, a song called "Demone," uh, I think it's called, which mm. I listened to. Uh, it came out early two thousands, I think, and I just listened to that over and over on the album uh, "Zoloft Smile." Um, yeah, so Zoloft really Smile. Yeah. One, isn't and, it? And that song, and it, it's kind of said weird lyrically and, and, and everything. I still listen to that song a lot. And, um, I, I think I saw them play as well. I, I think they played Morrowfest, you know, the original yes. uh, Morrowfest. Yeah. Um, 
Johnny Morrow kind of tribute uh, gig. I went to the London gig and they played there. Were you at the Nottingham one? Yeah, they didn't Sorry, play Nottingham, right. I don't think. Right, yeah. I no, yeah, you had I-8 God, didn't you? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, they played there, I think, if I'm uh, memory serves. So, yeah, I've, I've listened to a long time, got quite a lot, you know, a lot of this stuff, you know, good band. But, yeah, and, and I was surprised to see this, you know, coming out. And it's out in June, isn't it? But this is like the pre release song. Yeah, so that song was called Candy in Spanish and the album's called Dream Squasher, which I thought was brilliant. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm still quite impressed by how creative this band can be. and It's um, really nice to sort of know they're still going and know they're kind of putting out stuff as good as this as well because this is like rip-roaring stuff as well. It's quite a... That's why we picked it as an opener, really. It's just so bold. Um, yeah, there's not a lot more to say, really. I mean, it's out on relapse, like you say. Um and obviously you can find that through the Relapse Records Bandcamp. Um, they've got some uh, vinyl coming out for it, uh, CD, and the artwork's incredible. Um, can't really describe it. It's kind of like a, you know, mushrooms growing out of a bird's face. So simple as that, really. <laughs> you can describe it. After all. I just did. Yeah. yeah. yeah Brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so we've got obviously nine songs um, every week at the moment because we're all kind of locked down and going a little bit stir-crazy, as you might hear in our uh, mannerisms tonight. I don't know. Um, But the next song um, is one that we've kind of um, reviewed already, I think you have, haven't you, Pete, this one? Um, Yeah. So the band Elephant Tree. Um, Obviously, have you heard of this band before, or is this kind of like a new thing to you? No, they've been around uh, seven years now. Um, And they released a... I can't remember whether it was more than once, but they released a kind of a, a, a demo onto Bandcamp or whatever it was um, called Attack of the Altaica. I'm not sure I'd say that. Um, in 2013, I think I remember reading back then, they kind of, I, I think they'd moved to London or they kind of formed, they're in London um, and they put this out and it's this great kind of um, fuzzy stoner rock uh, song and I really, really liked it. I played it, uh, I put it on the uh, kind of Nine Notes Facebook said like, less of this and then since then, they put out, um, they put a couple of albums out as well. Um, both of which have been excellent. We've we've re- reviewed both of those as well. Oh yes, uh, I do remember uh, Fear actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah and that kind of you know, second review, but they, it had almost a, a, a sludgy element to it. It's so slightly surprising, yeah. and but you know it's fantastic. And then um, the self-title came out, and that was amazing, and that kind of got attention. You know. Um, across the world within the stoners uh, scene and there's a song called the uh, aphotic blues which is you know is incredible and then so this you know this felt like when you know when word that this was coming out felt like this could be something huge and something really could propel them forward if you know if it was good enough and uh we got it through for review a few weeks ago it's out on friday the day this podcast releases and you know i'm glad to say it is everything you kind of want it's everything you felt they had the skill to deliver and had, you know, had the, um, had these songs within them and it, it just shows that the album is, it's, it is a really stunning album. Yeah. I mean, um, I've only listened to the two tracks that are sort of available on Bandcamp at the moment, but yeah, I, I think Epic is kind of a word that I'd like to use, um, mm. quite sort of lofty ambitions with just like the, um, the one they've chosen to kind of share, which is sales, which is the one we're going to play. Yeah. Um, just so, um, packed with i mean the production is amazing yeah um yeah and yeah it kind of twists and turns quite a bit and you, you don't expect it at all really so 
I, yeah. I thought this was fantastic. Yeah, and you know, the the kind of the only, but I, I don't know whether this is just because um, they've got a record out at the same time. But the only band I can kind of really compare them to is Elder. It, it does remind me of that grand, you know, lush, progressive, psychedelic, you know, slightly stoner, but more than that, um, everything packed in there. And then there is something about it. Sales, uh, it, it kind of really surprised me. Um, I hadn't looked until just before when we were kind of playing. It's only it's less than four and a half minutes long, but it feels like it's a it does, ten minute yeah. epic. It just yeah. you know you go through so much with it. Um, and that's what the whole album's like. It is, uh, you know, it is a, an amazing record. Um, it's out on Holy Roar as well. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's a stamp of approval, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like we say, we're going to play the song Sales. Um, you can get this. Um, they've got all sorts of coloured vinyl for this as well. Um, looks amazing. Um, sounds amazing. Simple as that, really. So, uh, here's the song Sales. And you can get this at uh, elephanttreeband.bandcamp.com.
was the excellent Elephant Tree. Um, going to go a bit heavier now with um, a band called Victim Unit. Um, I managed to miss these when they played Lincoln a few years ago. So um, and I've heard like really good stuff about their live shows, just a two piece, but apparently it's just really intense and quite quite alarming. So I was really excited to see they've got a new release out on Affair Records, um, which is a tape label from London. And uh, yeah, I, I, this song is just like nearly six minutes and it, it just feels like this could be the entire release. It's quite dark and quite um, intense. Um, don't know what you made of this one, Pete, because it's, it's quite yeah. noisy and yeah. unsettling, isn't I, it? Yeah, it, it is. It, it is full on. Um, I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I'd love to yeah. see this live. Um, it kind of, I think it mentions on the label uh, description says it kind of it does well in in capturing their their live intensity and um, you know you you just feel like you'd kind of you'd be completely uh, taken in by it live and you know and kind of it, it kind of really impact um, when it's at its you know most full on during the song it it just reminded me of um, like all the all the noises and all the baddies from like say the game doom or Duke Nukem kind of overloaded yeah. like one by one at the same time and just, yeah. you know, pushed out through the speaker and, and you know, like this, uh, oppression. Yeah. <laughs> all samples and stuff. Yeah. 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 Really interesting. So, I mean, they describe themselves as, as the aggressive, depressive noise. And I think that's kind of what you get from this. So yeah, it, the tapes out on, um, on a label that seemed to just put out a lot of, um, similar kind of music, like just a bit oppressive. So, yeah, I think it kind of fits in perfectly. Um, not a lot more to say, really. I think you've just kind of got to absorb this one. Um, so we're going to play the track Vagabond, which is the only one they've released uh, for those not buying tape. Um, and this is of Hopeless Failure by Victim Unit. <laughs>
okay, so from something just horrible and um, oppressive and nasty, uh, we're going into something a bit more kind of thoughtful and um, progressive, I guess. So Elder, um, as um, as we've been kind of discussing um, offline, like they're one of those bands you really have to spend a lot of time with to kind of um, click with them, I think. Um, I mean, I, I really like um, their albums. I really kind of, uh, I've spent a lot of time with them, but... I don't know, it's just never kind of, like, a lot of people have them on a pedestal and I just don't, I don't kind of see it that way. I mean, this yeah. this is really good. I mean, this is an amazing track you've picked. It's quite a sort of long, yeah. winding think, sort of thing. Yeah, I think, I think that's fair. I think I, I, I got the self-titled when that, which was, I think it was their debut. Um, I think that came out of Meteor City, you know, one of the grand, oh, wow, okay. uh, grandfather labels of Stone Rock. <laughs> um, uh, you know, and I got into them then and then they, they you know they've grown into this like you say this kind of revered band and i, I didn't get it straight away uh but then suddenly it just clicked for me I, I, don't, I don't know what it was and but i just kind of understood and i got it and and loved it and i, I you know genuinely love it that the last album um reflections and uh you know and everything in between um i've gone back and, and really kind of discovered it again um, and then, then you know, we got this through for review, the uh, Omens album, which comes out on uh, the day of release of this podcast, Friday. And with that, having, you know, having kind of, uh, you know, fully established myself with it, um, I'm really happy to find it. And it, it, it did everything I kind of had hoped. It kind of maintains that level of uh, reflection of a floating world. Which yeah. is incredible, you know. For I think it's another one I've reviewed, and I kind of said those. It's one thing to, you know, to get up onto that to those levels, which you know, which they're held in. Uh, maintaining that is probably, you know, probably a harder task. Um, yeah. And I feel I've done that with this album. I think it's, it's, um, every track has you know that typical elder kind of um, journey through you know all kind of 10 minute types of songs where it goes, you know, goes all over the place and but just sort of keeps that progressive and psychedelic. I'm kind of repeating a bit what I was saying about Elephant Tree, but you know, they are, you know, they're, they're, they're similar round, bands. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And they, I mean, I picked this chat because while I was reviewing it, um, I was, I, I was struggling to actually kind of review, you know, write it down because I was getting that into the album and then the end of this track, which is it has it has about five minutes opening, um, which are all instrumental. It then you know flips and changes into something else. It gets quite proggy in the middle, and then settles down. And then just the last, it's, I think it's the last minute, the last minute of twelve or thirteen, uh, just kind of it gives me goosebumps, and I just listen to it over and over. And I just you know I kind of, and then I kind of realise oh, I forgot, I, I, I forgot I'm reviewing, I hadn't yeah. written a word for two days. <laughs> See, and that's that's a good it, sign, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, and, and um, yeah, and that's why I, I had to pick this track. It's probably not the best track on the album, but it doesn't really matter because the whole album is fantastic. I just wanted to pick it because because that that bit of this song gives me so much, you know, gives me so much joy. Um, yeah. I think you know for for the people who are into Elder, it's everything you'd want, and it'll be you know top of the album, of the year charts. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think it's it's hard to state how big this band is as well like i think we, we often play bands which don't probably have as much attention as they probably need but this band got hyped a, a few years ago didn't they like everyone was talking about it everyone put had it on the top of their lists and yeah 
Yeah. It, it I was, was reading a book. One of those things. So, yeah. I just finished reading a book called, um, it's called Heavy, How uh, How uh, Metal Changes the Way We See the World um, by Dan Franklin, which is an English guy who writes for Quietus. Um, and he goes into detail on certain bands and how, you know, lyrically or, or you know, how they, they view the world and how that kind of... Um, and how you know there's these different views of of the world within uh, metal scene and there's a whole kind of chapter on elder and it's really interesting it really kind of goes into depths of you know what they're thinking of and what they're writing about um it talks about how they kind of moved to germany to get outside of their bubble and you know from america come across a very you know very interesting band and that just you know that just moves across into the music definitely yeah i mean I mean, the, the word epic gets bandied about quite a lot, but I think this is kind of one of those ones where they've gone full on, like you say, with the lyrics, with the um, style and, and just the production and just everything about it, I think. It's, it, the, not, but not to the point of being overblown. I think that's where yeah. they where they master yeah. it. And I yes. think it could easily go, you know, it, it could, they could turn into, you know, a 70s overblown you know, concept album kind of mess, but they don't, they, they, they're subtle with it as well, which I think yep. is probably the part of their charm. So yeah, um, we're going to play the song Halcyon, um, and it's off the album Omens, and obviously you can get this at, uh, <laughs> well actually it's not quite obvious, it's uh, Behold the Elder, the
So that was Elder. Um, we're going to listen to a band uh, next called uh, Blood of the Mother. And um, it's out on, um, we've just been saying, uh, Trepanation recordings seem to be putting out so much decent stuff at the moment. And it, it seems like they might have too much on the hands because they've actually started a digital only imprint called Trepanation Digital as well. So, I mean, that's amazing. This This person must just be, you know... The, the production rate must be crazy. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't you know wish um, this kind of admin on anyone, but um, it's amazing that they've been able to get so much great music out. So Blood of the Mother are a band from Glasgow, and um, I gather it's Scott from Bosphorus, who we played a few weeks ago, and um, Bosphorus are kind of more your kind of post metal um, neurosis style, I guess. Um, whereas this is a lot more kind of. Um, kind of swans-ish kind of noise rock maybe like Jesus Lizards um, I know they mentioned that in the influences Tomahawk uh, mentioned as well and I absolutely get that I, I thought the lyrics in this were fantastic just really kind of weird kind of half-spoken stuff and and quite insistent um, yeah, reminded me of that... a few shellac songs you know like old old shellac yeah, songs yeah, yeah it's, it's got that you know Post hardcore, we uh, you, know, you know, noise rock, yeah. It, it's that I think the the um what, the descriptions on Facebook and on Bandcamp are, are to the point, you know, yeah. they kind of they, they state this themselves. Um, and it's hard to glean much more from, from either of those, but they're just obviously letting the music do talking, and it is you know, it is really good. And I love the you know, the this Scottish accent coming through it, it gives it yeah. you know, real identity, real kind of um basing it and in, in, you know in their location as well I love that, you know when you get that identity through yeah absolutely i mean it, it kind of reminds me of um some of the weirder um kind of indie rock from the mid 90s as well like um the off kilter stuff that you, you got kind of playing um kind of like reading festival and stuff so yeah yeah i, I really like this it's almost like a, a, a sort of fond letter to that style of music to be honest but it stands up. Um, this song just blew me away when I heard it before. So, yeah, really good stuff. Um, so it's off a record called Shora. Um, looks to be about half an hour long. Um, and you can get it for, like, pay what you want on Bandcamp. So, absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, simple as that, really. Um, you can get this at trepanationdigital.bandcamp.com. Uh, we're going to play the open track, which is Commandment.
so that was Blood of the Mother, fantastic stuff. Um, got a band from Seattle next uh, called Noroth, and um, gather this came in for review uh, this week. But uh, yeah, it's just kind of blackened death metal, isn't it? Like really kind of nasty sounding uh, three piece. Yes, and it's from a you know from Caligari Records who we play a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, on. Um, just the label I think I trust most for picking out um, death metal in particular that I yes. like. So I don't yeah. like that much death metal, but if it's on there, there's a pretty good chance. I, I don't know what it is. I don't. I can't put my finger on what they, you know, on the specific sound they pick it out. But it's a good sound. It is. You know, it's great. And no. Fall, fall into that completely. Um, really, really like this. I, I mean, one thing to say, I've picked a, you know, and I often pick quite, you know, a lot of kind of heavy doom or, you know, some death metal, black metal, that type thing. Uh, this week I've gone for Elephant Tree and Elder and later on Bulbul and other things. You know, it's, it's, it's actually quite a light um, podcast from, from the tracks I've picked. So I needed something in there a bit dirty like this. Yeah, um, just to redress the problems. Yeah. And this, you know, this. This track I really enjoyed. It's um, it's less than three minutes. It's but it's got everything in there. Um, the band, you know, they they've gone for. I think I read I, I read about them um, last week saying they've you know they they take a lot from bands like Incantation um, and I th- you know I hear bits of like Balls are in there and other things like that and uh, yet and, and they've got this whole you know nineties death metal um, thing they want to do. They want to try and build on that and create something new but also from a um from a ethical political point of view this is about um you know kind of man's infliction upon the earth and upon each other and it's got a you know it's almost more punk in spirit in terms of the lyrics and the things while being you know straight up death metal so all of that and and, and this and one particular bit of the song towards the end it kind of just slows dramatically the shuddering, pummeling riff, and it's just—it it makes it absolutely massive. And I love that bit of this song. Yeah, it kind of—it—it um, it did the job for me. I like—I knew exactly what was gonna sort of like from looking at it, and I was like, "Yeah, this is exactly what I expected from the artwork and the the name and the sort of lyrics that were on display." So, yeah, just like filthy. To be honest, it's just really good. Um, I guess, yeah, you can get this at Caligari or you can get it via their Bandcamp, which is noroth.bandcamp.com. We're going to play a song called Extinction Prisoner of Splendour and the tape's called It Dwells Amongst Us. This is Noroth.
uh, the next track we're going to play is probably inevitable that we're going to going to play it. To be honest, because we love this band a lot. Um, me and you have been to see them um, and been blown away. Uh, they toured with Bismuth, I think, didn't they? A few yep. years ago. Um, I picked up the. So we're, sorry, we're talking about Vile Creature. Actually, we should probably get around to actually saying who we're talking about. So yeah, Vile Creature. Who? Um, yeah, I mean we've played stuff from quite a few records now. We we played. Uh, well, you actually picked Harbinger of Nothing as one of your tracks of the year, didn't you, last year? Um, which mm-hmm. actually opens this um, record as well. So, new album, which I think was mostly recorded in February um, this year, and it's, so it's coming out pretty quickly. It's called Glory, Glory, Apathy Took Helm. Um, yeah, I mean, th- I, this band can do no wrong, I think. I think that's kind of like what I'm thinking, really. Um Everything they do seems to be really well thought out, really interesting, conceptually and artistically. So, I, yeah, there's not a lot to add to that, really. I mean, mm. just I agree. I, yeah, I, I agree. It, I, I do. I love everything about this band. Um, they have that kind of posy vibe to you know uh, what is at times horrible, you know, dirty doom. Um, although saying that, the one thing I did notice about this song, the, my first impression was um, how it's 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 faster might be the wrong word, but it's got more of a tempo to it definitely than their normal thing. It hasn't yeah. hasn't got that. Um, it's got a bit of dynamics and, there as well. I think this this mm, one is yeah, made not and, softer, but like it's got kind of definite texture. Mm, probably wasn't yeah, there before. But, yeah, um, but even still, you know that doesn't take away. It, it just gives them another. You know another element to this band who who you know from the last album from Harbinger and Nothing, which was uh, came out on the I think it was the Adult Swim compilation uh, with a load of other cool bands last year, and what you know I, it was I posted it on Facebook saying it's my favourite song of the year um, when I was drunk on New Year's Eve, I think, um, <laughs> and that's the first track on this album. Then you've got this, uh, so that's two of the five tracks are amazing already, and you know we're talking about I mean it's coming out in June, um, so not long now. Yeah, they've done a cool thing that we were just saying before. They've done a cool thing on their Facebook and Twitter, where asking people to recreate the album artwork. And if you look through those, that's really kind of that's that's quite fun to quite fun to do. Yeah, there's been um, some really creative entries for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you know, from uh, again a band, another band, with, you know, um, politically, uh, say you know they're they're doing the right things. They're out there kind of um, supporting causes, which you know which need saying and, and give that, you know, the fight back against, you know, which is, you know, the, the long fight back within metal um, from the traditional, you know, kind of right wing impression that's, or, you know, whether fair or not, that's always been there that, you know, they're of this surge coming through now, you know, with the, uh, they're on the black flags over Brooklyn and all that, all everything about them, you know, is, is fantastic. I do love them. Um, and just so happy to, you know, that they're coming out. We've, we're playing so many. This is a, a rare podcast for us where we're playing um, bands I've heard of before. Uh, <laughs> I looked at, like, you know, I looked yeah. at the podcast we did last week. And, you know, I think that's one of the, I, I do like about our podcast is that we play bands which people may not have heard before. Uh, this week does seem a bit of an exception. exception and we're playing. Yeah, we've got some big names like, on here this week. <laughs> like four, five, six of my favorite bands, you know, like yeah. Ramsey Kazuzu, Elder, Elephant Tree. But, that just what an exciting time you know we've got so many good albums coming out at the moment from so many of the big hitters and they're all hitting the mark so yeah um you know more to come as well so 
this is you know brilliant so happy it's out yeah i mean it's one good thing of the lockdown it's it's made it sort of possible to listen to a lot more new releases as well and it just so happens that there's about a million interesting <laughs> yeah. releases coming out right now so um it's yeah i think um what what we must say is uh, it's a real shame that um uh, roadburn hasn't happened this year mm. uh, because i think there was going to be a bismuth and vile creature collaboration um happening mm. so um yeah real shame not to sort of have that happen but i guess i guess we'll see that at some point um, yeah, possibly so. in the UK as well. So, fingers crossed, we'll um, we'll see that still occur. So yeah, this is um, a song called uh, "You Who Has Never Slept." Um, can't wait to hear the rest of this, and uh, get this at vilecreature.bandcamp.com.
So Pete's picked this next one, a band called Bulbul from Austria. And um, yeah, it's, it's just very strange. I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed it, but it was completely unexpected from knowing your taste, Pete. So how did you come across this? Was it a review one or was it just like uh, something no, you've been aware of? We, uh, yeah, another band from, they were on Exile on Mainstream. Um, right, okay. We, yeah, that makes a lot followed, of sense. Yeah, from the start of uh, Nine Hertz. And, um, so they, they used to send me um, their records. Uh, so I've known about them a long time, you know, probably 15 years. Well, I have exile anyway. Um, I, I'm not quite sure how long Bubble have been going, but it probably feels, you know, it feels a long time, at least a decade. Yeah. And the records have always been weird. Um, right. <laughs> uh, you know, which is a great thing. They're, they're all that uh, Deezer, Vault, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. 1997, that. apparently. So. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and they, they either sound like they do on this track, which is almost kind of um, electro Europop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> almost. Slightly camp stuff. Um, it's good. But also, at other times, it's, it's kind of really weird noise tracks and, yeah. you know, just completely disjointed. And sometimes the albums are a mixture of the two. Some it's you know one one side, sometimes it's the other. Um, and even but even when it's uh, when it's like this, when it, it just you know you think, how is this playing on the Nine Inch Podcast type music? Then <laughs> it's still there's a subtle level of strangeness in there, and I do like that. Yeah. Um, they had a, they had an album out, um, and I just need to look up the title because it's uh, not in English, um, which I loved. It's called Hern Fine Hacken. Right. Um, <laughs> And the tracks on this is the first time I'd heard them like they like they are here, uh, and it was, I don't know, it, it really, I really got it, kind of, almost kind of like this danceable um, thing to them. But it, it was mixed with you know like this weird, these weird noises and um, kind of grotesque elements to it. So that somebody picking up one of these songs would then lead into these other tracks and just go, what the f- do I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, funnily enough, I was looking at just as an aside. I was looking at that album, an album um, we got in 2014. I reviewed back then, uh, and I've listened to you know re- regularly since then. Uh, and only uh, when I was looking at it earlier this week um, did I notice the album artwork's got uh, Magic Eye in it, which says Bulbul in Magic Eye. I've oh, had fantastic. that album for six years, <laughs> and I've just noticed it. Feels like a bubble of had this, you know, subversive trick, which have, which took me six years to figure out, Brilliant. and that kind of, kind of fits with uh, my impression of this band. They're just there to, to fuck around a bit, and I like that. About <laughs> I mean, Exile Mainstream, obviously, we've we've mentioned them a lot before, and um, yeah, do you think they've got so, like a little bit in common with Behoover, kind of like that, uh, that a bit, yeah, 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 sense of humour. Yeah, yes, definitely, um, yeah. I do. I, I, um, I don't know too much, too much about the band. You know, they do. Seem, you know, you can just you get a sense of what they're going to be like from uh, just from the music. Yeah. Um, one thing to say, I'm not sure that this is. I, I don't think this album's out on it. I assume. Um, no, it's just that past connection and, and why I know this band. You know, I, I know they're kind of not widely spread known, but that's kind of the history of it. But yeah, uh, yeah, definitely that Behoover, Deezer, and all that, and that even that kind of. Um, I think it's like a, a, a like a breathing uh, throat sound at the start of this song that's kind of that's why i've heard that on, on other similar albums as well it seems a commonality so yeah just all linked to in those bands a lot of fun and just something a bit different yeah really interesting and i think i'm gonna have to i know i say this a lot but i feel like this this is a um one to really sort of get stuck into as a band so i've not come across them before 
and I'm really glad I have. So yeah, great, great stuff. Um, so this is their latest release, and it's um, Kodak Dream, uh, and we're just going to play the um, title track, aren't we? Yep. Fantastic. You can get this at bulbul.bandcamp.com. talked about inevitably playing tracks on on the podcast and as soon as we knew that there was going to be a new Rancy Pazuzu album we were definitely going to play it so it's it's hard not to kind of go full-on um kind of full praise with this because we love this band so much I mean I I remember getting sent um the last album um back probably about four years ago now um and not knowing what it was just put it in the cd play in my car 
and it didn't come out of my car for about six months. It it, it was just mind blowing, and that album I've read read a review today from Kez from the um, the Quietus who's kind of said like this new album is is almost like cementing how good the last one was and showing that they've taken even more of a psychedelic and odd approach to it. I, there's yeah. not a lot you can say. I mean, yeah, I, I, they're I, just I, great. <laughs> yeah, I I got into them on the album before that on mm. uh, Valenielu. Yeah, um, which just uh, you know it, it, we are just going to be gushing, and and, and I'm happy to do so. So I'll just put that in there now. Um, <laughs> that album really kind of blew my mind. It, it, the artwork is just the weirdest artwork. I can just stare. I've got it on vinyl just to stare at the artwork. It's it's <laughs> you know the sound. You know the music sounded like nothing else. Um, and I still do go back to that. It was slightly more kind of um, the songs weren't as long and as it evolved, you know, like evolved as on the last album and this one. But still, yeah, it was like it was a complete. It was like music played by aliens. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and for a band to sound like no one else, um, really no one else as well. Not you know they, they are. Everyone's kind of cotton on to it now, uh, you know. Us included. I'm not claiming we we knew well in advance. If this is, you know, they've had several albums, um, which I've managed to get, you know, go, get through the back catalogue since. And it's all, you know, they've been here. You know, they've been here. You know, pushing at the extremes of, of you know, of psychedelia and black metal and God knows what else. You know, for, from the start. Um, and then this album comes along, and it's. You know, you, you just wonder, they could just plough out, you know, they could just churn out the same again and again. Uh, but it, it, it's it's brilliant. It, you just don't know. It's hard to kind of put your finger on what the difference is, but it's just maybe more out there than the last album. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's as lengthy. I don't think it's as no. kind of, um, as much of a slog, uh, as yeah. much of a sort of miasma to sort of get lost in, but it's still very much what the hell is going on? I mean, the first track, the vocals come in and it's like, okay, is the whole thing going to be like this? It's like a goblin speaking to you or something mm. in a in a damp castle or something, but the, <laughs> the whole thing is just like, uh, it's like a vortex of, of sound, isn't it? I mean, they've still got that unnerving, nightmarish kind of drony thing going on over the top, and, and but they explore it and they, they leave big gaps on this and it's just... Yeah, I mean, I've listened to it two or three times, and it's very hard to kind of pin down. And I think that was what I liked about um, the last one because it just felt like an, a journey into mm. the unknown. And again, they've just set you off again on another one. So yeah, it's it's hard to quantify and, and actually kind of um, describe it accurately. I mean, there's yeah. there's <laughs> Bandcamp is always a brilliant thing to look at for. Um, other people's opinions and um someone's just said uh, what the hell have i just listened to for the third time today and counting you know <laughs> that's that's a brilliant way to put this band i mean you, yes. you can't kind of hope to understand them i mean even the live album uh that they put out i think it's live at roadburn um it, they managed to recreate that sound live as well so i i've never seen them but i imagine it's just a bit of a life changer to be honest so Mm. Yeah, I mean, we can we could talk about this band all evening, really, yeah. couldn't we? <laughs> really, but yeah, um... 
and and that kind of first experience, you know, like I think once you've once you've got into them, you know, listening to your album is still a thrill, and it, it you know the variance and where they're taking it new is something. There must be like plenty of people now as well getting it in their listeners for the first time, and that first, you know, I was the same on Balanielo. You were there, was it there? Baritalia, I think it's called yeah. the last one, um, and you know, it was just like, what the fuck is this? And and, it, and that is a you know a, a great feeling, a great experience. I kind of remember listening to them for the first time, um, which you know, which is something. Um, so yeah, but it's just still that you know, still that feel because they're still evolving and they're still mutating and still pushing this so that they still you know they remain um completely miles away from the nearest comparator which yeah. which is incredible you know like to, to gain a couple of inches of um you know ingenuity and, uh, and uh, individuality in music is you know is, is credible nowadays to be that far removed from your peers is um genius yeah and um... I think it, I mean the the um previous album just took me a good 6 months to possibly start to understand so I think I'm probably going to have the same experience with this one really I don't, I still don't think I know this album properly yet so uh we can play a song called uh Cool and Anler Man Alta um and the album's called uh Mistaring Kinsey um you can get this at ranzipazuzu.bandcamp.com um I won't spell it out, but we'll put a, a link on the description just so people can definitely find this. Um, yeah, if you've not listened to this band before, you're in for a treat. So hope you enjoy it. And we'll see you next week. Yeah.